Hey guys, welcome back. This is the Let Me Call You Back podcast with Declan Brooks. This is part two of a conversation we had with a special guest, Adamus Wericus. Let's get right back into it. Like they said, they stopped doing MK Ultra research, you know, in the seventies. And they're like, yeah, we just didn't figure anything out. We didn't figure out how to hypnotize yeah, okay. people or control their minds. And it's like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. We just stopped. <laughs> we didn't think didn't there was work. anything useful. And like a lot of that stuff that's crazy. Again, about- we found a working program. We're done. Yeah. MK Ultra is <laughs> wild because they took all that research pretty much from like around the world, but also all the illegal fucking experiments the Nazis did on Jewish yeah. people in the concentration camps. I just finished Operation Paperclip, which is a book all about bringing Nazis mm. over. It, it It's mm, kind of, it's kind of OPSEC in the sense of like they the, kind of are. The con- scientists, you said, right? Mm, they 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 brought a lot of them over. Oh really? Yeah, I I'll, I'll give you this weird wild conspiracy theory. All those guys at Nuremberg that went to trial, a lot of those guys uh, weren't really the ones that should have probably been on trial. Yeah, I mean those they all should have probably been executed. It's but. partially how they started at NASA and everything it involved. Werner von Braun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the first head of NASA was a card carrying party member of the Nazi Party. It's not even up to debate. Um, yeah, those guys are all fucking crazy, and they all should have just been killed. Um, after the war, it was Stalin, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and Churchill arguing about what to do with the Nazis after the war, and Churchill's like, we should only execute the 10,000 highest, and then Stalin's like, how about 50? And like, Churchill gets all flummished by that, and like, he's like, what the fuck? And St- the FDR's just like, hold on, boys. Let's just kill like 30. <laughs> Let's kill like 30,000 instead. And Was so- it? Truman at the end? Uh this is like a like Potsdam or Yalta. I don't this is like one of the ones right before. It is FDA. Yeah, it's uh but so like I, I have a conspiracy that like a lot of like the Nazis executed at Nuremberg were accountable heavily, but a lot of the ones that really should have been fucking executed got away. Yeah. Uh Klaus Barbie, Otto Scorseni, like all these guys who were doing uh domestic terror programs in the countries they were still residing in. Like Italy, we used a bunch of them. Ukraine, uh like all the we we kept these guys around and used them. Like we kept the war guys around and kept them in Europe. Uh that's another thing that I won't get into. Operation Gladio, stay behind forces to destabilize countries that from falling into communist hands. Um, but whatever. That's so we did that there. And then we did a program in the US, Cointel Pro, where we did the exact same fucking thing without the Nazis. We just used local police. Shit. Go into COINTELPRO. No, 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 I can't help it. It's so cool. I know. When he said it, I'm like, So, Gary Heidnick. We should have taken mushrooms. Oh, wait. Actually, I'll do one more tangent about PTK. Jeffrey Dahmer. We know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Have you ever seen a show called America's Most Wanted? Yes. Yes, with Joe Walsh. His son, Adam Walsh, was killed. Brutally fucking murdered. Beheaded. Similar to some bodies in West Germany. Um... And around the same time that one Jeffrey Dahmer had left the military and was living in Florida. That's crazy. And Joe Walsh adamantly denies this theory, but uh, people claim they saw a man who looked like Jeffrey Dahmer. He had a big bushy mustache, which is really weird. He had the glasses and everything. And he, people allegedly saw him take the kid into the van that he drove for a local, like I think like a local shop he worked for. And all the evidence matches up never no one ever like brought him in for questioning nothing just a weird thing about Dahmer there that is fucking yeah he was obviously doing some fucking experiments too like what was he well the, that's the, that's the fear where he was getting too. where was he getting his fucking he got that acid you can't just buy vats a, of acid a, a tank of acid yeah 
Well, his father, though, was a total fucking psycho and had uh, was a chemist and had access to, like, high-level, yeah. So They choked it up the taxidermy in the movie, right? Is that, uh, not I don't, I've never show, watched any of that stuff. Show, yeah. I don't engage with a lot of that stuff. I, I just think it's bad. Yeah. It's fucking weird. And, like, I mean, he somehow got that big vat of acid to dissolve those bodies. I, it doesn't make sense. But he was caught multiple times by the police. And so, like, McGowan's like, why is that? Why do these people all so keep getting catch. caught repeatedly? And it's a pattern of catch and release because it works for domestic terrorism. Yeah. It works. It scares the fuck out of people. It, it's crazy. There's an instance where he's with an underage kid out front. I think it was an Asian child. Under, underage Filipino. Yeah. 14-year-old. Uh, he drilled a hole in his head. With a hole in his head and carbolic acid in his brain. And the cops see that. They're totally fine with it. And I'm like, I don't think you really have to fucking... Oh, yeah, the police suddenly really cool about gay people and pedophilia. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh, he's just having fun. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're just, they're, they're just silly gays. The, <laughs> the way they acted was like the cops just didn't want to uh, get gay on them. They just didn't yeah, want to touch them. Yeah, like, they were suddenly yeah. worried about them. Like, like, oh. I, remember, I did a joke on stage. They're like, well, listen, we don't want to be homophobic. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, it's wild. Like, you suddenly have to believe that they are, I don't know. And, like, that's like a thing, like, after the World War II, we hired so many soldiers into police departments, the FBI, CIA, all this, all these different things. Uh, I think the mayor of Dallas, when JFK was assassinated, was a his brother was CIA, mm -hmm. uh, if I remember correctly. So like there, yeah. there are these insane overlaps, and like people are like, well, that's just you know tertiary. It's like no, those connections actually tend to turn out to be pretty relevant almost always. Uh, it's like a, it's like a mob. Yeah. Uh, which I will mention that also in a little bit. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I will get into Gary Heidnick for like for like 20 seconds. Gary Heidnick. Tell me about him. Gary Heidnick was a serial killer in Philadelphia who lived in his, his house is still standing. He kept people alive in his basement and tortured them. He notably put screwdrivers into their ears to deafen them. Jeez. So they couldn't hear him coming and going. Part of Philadelphia. Do you want to take a guess? Northeast. The, how about neighborhood? Just go neighborhood. Trust me, you, you you got pretty good odds of this one. Port Richmond? No. Kensington? It was Kensington. <laughs> it is in Kensington. And he had this, his house is still standing, by the way. Pretty easy place you to can find look it zombies, up on, by the way. You can, yeah, you can look it up. It's uh, 3250 Marshall Street, uh, North Marshall Street in like Kensington-ish. It's the like, scariest place in Philadelphia. Uh, I mean, aside from the place where they did the move bombing, yeah. But um, <laughs> but they they rebuilt all that. Gary Heidnick's house is still standing, and they don't have to disclose to you that it was a house where they chopped people up, killed them, put them in the walls, all sorts of shit. Yeah. He is the inspiration for Buffalo Bob in Silence of the Lambs. Because he had a hole. One of the one of the two people he actually killed that we know, he would make them all get in the hole, and then he would like do uh torture of them with electroshock therapy. Uh, electroshock not therapy. Well, <laughs> that, that stuff's just torture also. Yeah. He killed one of them through like shocking them to death from having him get in a hole like in that movie and like staying in the water. Yeah. And he would just kidnap people off the street. Uh, specifically, he got his start. So, oh, God damn, I, I lost my train of thought. He came back from uh, East Germany. He somehow invested $1,500 with Merrill Lynch and it grew to 500000 He was apparently an insanely good investor. <laughs> Very weird. Yeah. What? <laughs> so weird. That shouldn't happen. That should not happen. <laughs> and he uh, was good at chopping up bodies. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And so he also founded a church around this time. I forget the exact name of it, but he founded a church. Well, he, what he did was he would go to like institutional, institutionalized facilities and like stuff like that and get 
black women who were like would be categorized as like mentally disabled or whatever and get them as members of his church. Is that his job at the time? What's his other profession at the his time? His job is church. Okay. Ken, Fuck his me. job is church. Uh, this Ken's job is church. Um, <laughs> we haven't seen the movie. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Ken, his job, my, he's like, my job is beach. <laughs> That's great. Um, and so, yeah, like he, he would go around and get like people institutionalized into his church. Yeah. Uh, that was a similar tactic that one Jim Jones of the Kool-Aid fame did yeah. as well. He famously did that in Indiana at that time. Mm-hmm. Weird thing. Gave him a lot of credit. And so he got like started building this church and that's where he would meet these women and like kidnap them vis-a-vis these interactions. Um, As far as I understand, he only killed two people and like kidnapped like seven. So, and then killed two. And so like five people survived. Uh, One of them was allegedly this woman who was pretty much on his side and like helping him do it. But I'm just like, I'm not going to try and figure that part out. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure this is a horribly traumatized person who's been sexually abused. I don't need to figure it out. A Stockholm syndrome situation. Anyways, uh, you, you get the idea. And so like he, they eventually escape and reveal that he did this and he went to trial at this time. Also, another person was arrested for being a serial killer about four or five blocks away. It was a man who was in his like, he's still alive. Actually. I think his name is, I have it right here. I know I have it right here. I, I just, uh, just like Jim Brooks. <laughs> it's like one of our uncles. Yeah. I have it right here. So here's, here's how he's described in the paper and in the book. So don't get mad at me for saying this word. A retarded black man named Harrison Marty Graham was taken into custody and dubbed the Madman of Marshall Street. We're still talking Philadelphia, correct? Five blocks away. Yeah. Like five blocks away. This guy gets arrested around the same time. Now, he's a mentally disabled man with no criminal history before that. And they find a house and they pin it on him. And it's like how it's a house with like every closet has a person in it that's been like just like starved to death. Jesus Christ. They're all dead. Like, it's like, what and so, fuck. Yeah. And famously, uh, alleged, according to one of the victims, Gary Heidnick claimed he had killed six people. They find five bodies in that house and they pin them all on this guy hmm. who, like, he, like, they sentenced him to death and he's like, I just like my Cookie Monster doll back. Like, it's fucked up. Like, Jesus. yeah. And he's still alive. He's still alive. Uh, Gary Heidnick was, I think, the last person executed in Pennsylvania under the death penalty when it was reinstated. I've heard of him because of uh, the mothers that talk about their like young daughter, black daughters that have like were kidnapped and like, nobody's, nobody's researching this guy. It's document yeah. like the unfound daughters of, of Philadelphia. I've yeah. heard that story a couple of times. So he went to trial for these crimes. One of his friends turned witness and got totally away with like a bunch of the victims claim like this guy raped me like a bunch yeah. and like trafficked in sexual slavery and stuff. And that guy got totally scot-free. Uh, what year was this? The, he gets caught in 86, Lines I believe, up. which is uh, I, and like it, it freaks me out because like that's around the time my mom was like a uh, senior. Our high parents school. got married. My my, my mom. My mom. <laughs> my, my, got- I think my no. My mom was a junior in high school yeah. at Upper Darby. So my parents would be like, "Good year, eighty six. Good nah, year." Our dad. Our dad had a DUI in nineteen eighty six. Sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. He like fought a bunch of police. Yeah, he fucking he was double parked in a, a green Nova in the middle of the street. Hell yeah. And the way he'll tell this story is so fucking funny, dude. He's like parked in the middle of the street. Double parked, drunk with my brother, blah, blah, blah. Cop comes up in my neighborhood to start giving me shit. He was a known homewrecker. That's like how my dad will explain the story. Like, this guy was breaking up families and cheating people's wives and shit. He's like, Brooks, you move your fucking Nova. And he said he didn't say a word, put his hand out the window, flipped the guy off. He pulled him out, and he'd 
beat the shit out of him. My dad fought him. They threw his keys into the sewer. They took his keys they, like, for his nose. Threw him <laughs> <laughs> to the sewer. Beat the shit out of him. Yeah, and enough. uh you wanted to they have wouldn't, a DUI, man. You wanted to go out and have a good time. They wouldn't you let him it. out because for two days straight, every time they would go, you had enough? they come in the cell and you'd fight him every time. So, I didn't hear no bell, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. fight him. Two days straight. So finally he stops. And like call, they call my mom. They had just got married at this time. They're like, you got to come get him. Like He just keeps fighting everybody. You got to come get him. And she goes down and gets him. And then they have to go to trial. And it's three days before they have to fly to Cancun for their honeymoon. Nice. My mom had to beg them not to suspend his license for two weeks so that he could drive in Cancun because she's from the city and has never driven a car in her life. Oh. <laughs> so they stay, Listen, they stay his DUI so that he can drive in Cancun on their honeymoon. And then when he came back, he got, he had to go through a DUI process. Like, Listen, how am I supposed to drunk drive in Mexico? Look, how am I, crime, <laughs> I want to point out. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> Dude, it's a crazy story. He's a nut, but he's awesome. 1986, the murders with... Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> nice little I think it's this is like the topic. heaviest stuff I have for you guys. Like, this is like the least fun. This is dope, dude. I, no, I, I this like, is interesting. I like to be careful when I talk about, like, actual, like, like victim crimes in that sense, where it's, like, directly clear, like, fucked up stuff, and it's just like, I don't want to do, like, cereal and any of that fucked up true. Yeah. I don't like true crime. I really fucking hate true crime. But anyways, so, yeah, I mean, like, at that time, this other guy gets pinned with like five murders that all match up with exactly with Gary Heidnick's MO. And that's very strange. Yeah. And so, and he had claimed he killed six people. And one of those people that he killed in his own house hadn't died yet. So that's why he ends up around. So he claimed six. Did he end up getting charged? He was sentenced to death for all the horrific rape he did to these people and like murder. He committed. You said there were survivors. He f- escaped, also he right? might. Yeah. There were five. Survivors. Were there any survivors that fingered? The the I almost said retarded. That's an insane thing. It's, I just no, I was, again I say that as a quote. Uh, yeah, like, right. No, <laughs> Declan was just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> no, is it, was there any like the survivors? Did they finger this guy as being a part? So of it? they pretty much never got justice. They got fucked like across the board. Like they barely gave them any compensation. Uh, that five hundred thousand dollar Merrill Lynch trust fund that he had. That went to uh, veterans of, like, the veterans organization. Like, it went to the VA directly. Yeah. Which is fucking wild. Weird. Uh, he goes to trial. They pretty much have to go through all these elaborate hoops to prosecute him. Even though he co- clearly committed these crimes, it makes no fucking sense. Like, they're do- like they're not allowing him to, like, he seems like he's, like, in a, he's on Thorazine the whole time. He is drugged up out of his fucking mind. Because he, was he violent? He was just weird. Uh, he's a very weird guy. I mean, he, you can only do so much in a courtroom. I think he was like, and like, they just like stared off blankly the whole trial. He never got to really defend himself, which, but is that his normal state of being? Or no, is, okay. allegedly he was just totally psycho. Like he just, uh. he's nuts. But yeah, he had like a brand, he had like an insane like amount of money. He had a state of money, but like no one could really figure out fucking why. And it was just like weird. Figured out how that worked. Made a wicked sauce, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he, was he was, like, driving out in a brand-new Rolls Royce. He had, like, a bunch of all sorts of shit. Like, it's, like, it fuck you money around that time. Yeah. So, for you not really knowing this, yeah, Kensington was sense. like that. I think Walt Whitman talked about when they built the L. They're like, if you want to create poverty and depression in a city, build it in a uh, continuous shadow across the entire city. You know you say that, but did you know Walt Whitman was also a pedophile? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know. Well, it's it's just like it's a weird fact to bring up around like the the development times of. There's a fucking bridge named after him. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. a. It, it's a weird timing. Wait, how allegedly, city, I don't want to get sued. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Alleged. Um, <laughs> there's somebody that's pro Walt women at home. Like you motherfucker, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude I dude, love that goddamn I have, bridge. I, I offend people in ways that I never expect, nah. and then all the ways I would. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I get freaked out, particularly by, like, Kensington, because I'm like, why is it like that? Normally, that's a deliberate action by the state. How bad it is right now, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. So, like, we've historically, like, tried to break up, like, strong black neighborhoods. That's yeah. the move bombing. Move bombing, look, that was, like, one of the wealthiest black neighborhoods in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coincidentally, it gets firebombed, and all of it burns down on top of just the place where, the, you know, the move thing was happening. In what year again? I don't know enough. I thought that was around the same time, like late 70s or something like that. My mom saw it on TV, so it's at least in the 70s or 80s. I forget. I I don't want to speak on the move bombing without more knowledge. Yeah. Uh, I will be covering that eventually on my podcast whenever I get that around to do that. But uh, so, yeah, Heidnick is put on trial and sentenced to death. It's like really straightforward, but like a bunch of people around him aren't prosecuted. They're brought in, they all get off scot free, weirdly enough. It seemed like a human trafficking operation more so. That's like uh, a very common like a common story in a lot of these serial killer stories. It's more actually human trafficking. Uh, John Wayne Gacy is probably closer to a human trafficking story. Really? Yeah. So the part that gets left out with John Wayne Gacy. And so this, okay, I'll get into a weird conspiracy here. Uh, they say it's more fetish. He, I, I don't give a shit with him. Like actually, none of that stuff actually matters. The big part with him, here's what I see it as, as uh, this is that materialist view of history that you can apply to things. Yeah. John Wayne Gacy was uh, heavily part of the Chicago political machine directly connected to like the most prominent parts actually crazy fact him and obama are like only like maybe like five years apart in like what could have been a crazy connection if, if he had never been arrested they would have met like 100 um that's around the same time obama got involved in chicago politics john wayne gacy was pretty much running a, according to this book john wayne gacy was pretty much running a brothel mcgowan alleged it's more of like a snuff style like brothel where people were just getting murdered and like they're trafficking young teens trafficking like drifters all that stuff very uh, common things that are always associated, like yeah. high groups of power for some reason. Well, yeah, vulnerable, vulnerable people, poor, POC, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so Casey probably was just trafficking people for the political machine of the Chicago families and probably got pinned with all of the fucking people they killed. He was probably, like, people got probably killed there all the time, ODs, anything. And he just chuck them under the floor. And, like, it's wild because there were, like, high-level Chicago government people in that house. All. So you're saying more like Eyes Wide Shut type shit going on. like Yeah, but less sexy. Because mm. in Eyes, Eyes Wide Shut, that orgy, they don't even eat, eat pussy in that movie scene. Just, <laughs> what if I wore a mask? Fuck, dude. If I, I'd be <laughs> hanging out there if I had the chance. I have a skit. I have a skit planned around one of those, that scene from that movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious Like if you had a guy... It's just, I, I come out, I'm in a blindfold doing stand-up, just like, oh, not a hot room, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of the guy playing piano. Yeah. I'm just in my underwear. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how'd you end up getting booked as the entertainment? I hate to be the fucking street magic guy they pull off for that. <laughs> but, um, fucking card tricks. <laughs> that's a very light tangent about Gacy. I don't want to get too crazy in him, but... I've never heard that one before. I'll, I'll give you one more fun one about that, Obama, no. though. The guy who wrote that the Obama is gay conspiracy is from Ridley Park in Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, in Delco. <laughs> Not surprised. Someone's gonna Without so any information, I totally believe that. And the Yo, other, did, you, did you know Obama's well, gay? Well, there's two, <laughs> there are two versions of it. This guy actually did like legitimate research, is a legitimate journalist, like does good research. The other guy is an InfoWars guy, which... Eh, fair enough and he's like lives right over the bridge in jersey like they're so like it's weird that both the guys who did obama is gay is like 
that far apart, like within like a 30 yeah, mile radius. That's fucking weird. And that is very weird. The InfoWars guy is like, it's based on nothing. It's really lazy and hack. But the guy who did that's from Ridley Park, uh, he alleged, he's like, hey, Obama was like a member at this gay bathhouse. Why? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, I don't care if he's gay. I just want to like, what the fuck is up with this? Why? Yeah. And like, he alleged that uh, Obama had been in relationships with three or four people, most notably, and this is the one that always made it weird to me, was Cal Penn. Do you know who Cal Penn is? He died famously on House, right? Like his character died on House to go work in the Obama White House around the time that Obama was elected. And Cal Penn, only a couple of years ago, came out as gay. That's fucking Just, nuts. Yeah. I live with all this in my brain at all times, <laughs> and it makes me insane. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, I mean, you're I just at fucking 7 Eleven. You're just hitting a guy with a hot ass take. <laughs> I, I have been very drunk. Just, yeah. I hit, I hit people with some scary shit. Yeah. I'm, I do the worst pillow talk on earth. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, speaking I, of, I, I do this all the time. Speaking of hitting somebody with hot shit, we're at the karaoke last night that can be brought with us that we don't really know. He's, I'm not gonna say his name. He, uh, I'm, I'm, I know his name, but I'm I don't. Not gonna say I, don't I always forget. His, I don't know his name very well. It's so. all right. He's new. He uh, he's standing there. He's like, "Why did nobody help me with the guy that was bent at 90 degree angles?" I'm like, "What?" He's like, "There was a guy while we were all sitting there smoking a cigarette. Oh, okay. We didn't notice the he's guy walking with around a crowbar. The <laughs> Dude, there's a fucking buddy bar bent in front of him. The guy is bent in a 90 degree angle, harassing him for money, hitting him with conspiracy theories. And he's like, "None of you guys helped me. He was just, oh, he'll be fine. He yeah. was just bent facing the ground, yelling at me. <laughs> I was outside that bar the other night. And this homeless guy, like, I'm on the phone talking to someone. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I got nothing for you. And he's like, I didn't even fucking want anything. What the fuck? Why are you assuming shit? He's like, I'll get 300 pagans down right here right now to come kick your ass. I said, bring them all down here. I'll fuck every one of them. I was drunk. I don't know why my threats of violence are that. but I'll fuck them all. I'll fuck them all right now. I'll fuck every one of them Is that a Philly trash move? Talk about how you know pagans. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a move. Right? I was, well, he's black. I'm like, you're not in the pagan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? I was in uh, DC the other day, and a homeless guy uh, was screaming at me. He was a black guy. I don't know what was going on with him, but I got out of my car. He's like, "You fucking white motherfuckers! No, you goddamn Europeans! You know there's fucking boats and planes back to Europe. Get the fuck out of my city!" <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" You know where they're at? Yo, I had literally. Hadn't gotten out of the car yet in DC. This is the first person I meet. And he's just yelling at me. I'm like, that sounds about right for DC. I yeah. just want to be your friend. Let me think. Did I have anything else with PTK? Like, so PTK mindset really fucked me up. Like, I read this book. It goes through way more. It talks about human trafficking, particularly child sex trafficking. Yeah. It hits a lot of Epstein stuff before it comes relevant. He writes this book so concisely. It's like, it changed my brain. Anytime I see a crime now, I read it. This I read actually it. makes me think of this. I'm sorry. Does this bring up? Like the people at the borders, like the yeah. So he argues that like there is some insane fucked up shit going on on the border, but mainly he alleges like, according to some of the serial killers who were like probably contracted out through the government, that there are satanic child sex cults, like in the sense like they are like doing like they produce children for human trafficking and ritual sacrifice. Have you heard of the Finders? So actually, they are alleged with being the finders, uh, ah. Henry Lee Lucas and um, his friend. This, that's a, a DC-based satanic cult. Well, it starts out in the Florida. Yeah. Yes, and they find those feral children with. Yeah, it's the finders are such a weird thing. Like that one freaked me out. Yeah, that's so a much. creepy one. 
Um, I don't really know it. I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of my I, seat. I, it's so hard to explain. I, I, I don't want to get too. I don't want to get into the fire. You said it's just feral children. That just fucking. Yeah, me. and Henry Lee Lucas and his friend. I, why can I not remember? Otis something? And I don't want to say Otis Redding. No, Otis, <laughs> Otis Timlin, the Philadelphia comic, um, <laughs> sitting on the dock. Sucking on the so- <laughs> but no. They basically they had they had children they were trafficking basically that are people with no identities. Yeah, people who are born and have there's well, no the record of them living. Were also weird as fuck. Yeah. But there is a major conspiracy that the finders were, two of the finders guys were Henry Lee Lucas and his friend who had. Also, uh, it's Otis something. He had also committed multiple. Like, Otis Spunkmeyer. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what his name was. He committed. <laughs> he he had had like he he somehow got custody of like two of his like cousins' children. Yeah, and they had him with them, and it was weird shit like that. The child trafficking stuff in this book is weird. Um, hypnotism. They pretty much believe hypnotism is real. I pretty much do too as well. Uh, particularly with like in the case of RFK and Sirhan Sirhan. But I yeah. would, like, there's a lot of weird shit like that. It just, I remember reading it in, I was in a coffee shop. Oh, this is my, I had my freak out moment. Uh, Ramery for Madness. I was sitting in a coffee shop in Athens, Ohio, reading this book. <laughs> That's I, where it happens. I would pretty 100%. much only read this book a, a chapter at a time because it's just so intense. I mean, it's dense. I mean, you can kind of see it. it's like, that's. How many times have you read it? I've read it twice uh, because it's just, it stresses. It makes me feel awful. I, I, and like, it changed my brain. It changes how you look at crime. It's like, yeah. you can't trust anything you see. It like, it argues that there's a domestic terrorism program in this country and it's really hard to argue against it. So when I was reading this book, this is when I had a freak out moment. This, and then, <laughs> then we'll get, we'll, we will get into the Citizens Commission to investigate the What FBI. did the guy look like that you hit with this knowledge bomb? You're like, Jesus Christ, if I, dude. If I told you it was a girl. <laughs> mainly the women I'm, I'm seeing always. She was to, wet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the poor girl that I, I used to freak out at night. I remember one night I was laying in this girl's bed with her. And it's like, we're having some sleeping very well. And, there were conspiracies. And no, I'm asleep. Because it just it started, started freaking me out. It was this isn't and, and like I just I'm laying in her bed, and I'm against the wall. She's a single. It sucks. I hate her bed. It sucks. And I stand up in the <laughs> middle of the night. I just like stand straight up and I step over her onto the floor. It's about the bed's like you know a little bit lower than the <laughs> no, the the mattress is on the floor. No, no. <laughs> I don't I don't pay floor mattresses. Uh, no, I step over she her. She was on risers. And I step over her and I start screaming, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And I'm just like, I walk out of the bedroom. Like I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck that was about. She's like, well, you were talking about weird shit in your sleep before that. Because earlier that day, <laughs> I had been reading this book. You're looking program, at the whole up. Kill by David McGowan. <laughs> highly recommend it for everyone to read. He, I'm, I'm reading this book and he talks about, hey, there's this group called the Process Church of the United Something. I forget what the last part is. Now, the Process Church is a British organization. It's an offshoot of Scientology and Satanism. Uh, their logo is a swastika of a variation. And always. Yeah. <laughs> as always. <laughs> That's and just Hindu. And so like peace. <laughs> and so they're weird. They're like a weird Scientology sat- Satanist sect. Yeah. Weird. And I am just reading that. I was like, cool, whatever. And as I read some more, they're like, yeah, they're now known as the best, they later moved to Utah and became a new organization called the Best Friends Animal Society. It still exists to this day. Really? And they are a no-kill animal shelter out in the middle of the fucking desert in Utah, which is weird when you read about fucking Satanists. <laughs> you should always like, huh. And, and so, like, it's fucking terrifying. And then they're like, I was, like, reading later that day. Do you remember when, like, during the pandemic, uh, do you know who Ivy Getty is? Do you know who the Gettys are? No. The Gettys are an oil family in L.A. They're um, John Paul Getty. 
the one where the the, the grandson was kidnapped oh, and they tried stations. to Gettys. Getty. Yeah, yeah, yes, Getty. Yeah, red she, the red Getty. So Ivy Getty, the heiress of this oil family, is getting married, and she says, "In lieu of do- in lieu of gift, send donations to these organizations." And Best Friends Animal Society is fucking on there, and I'm like, "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I should not have seen this. I should not have learned this." I walked out. I like freaked out. I walked home. I sat in my bathtub with my gun and just kind of like. Just like really tried to take everything in, which is like bad. I know I'm like, I shouldn't say I have a gun and then talk about doing that. (laughs) I freak. I was scared. I was like, I was like, I should not know this. I should not know. I put those together separately. Those are two different things. This is a book from like 2012. And I was reading that in 2021. How many purchases do you think there's on that book? How many people do you think bought that book? Oh, it's a, it's, it sells out constantly. It's, it's so insanely influential. Can you imagine the the fact when you talk about like what they allow to go out and what, what is and isn't. Yeah, the fact that they allow people to learn this, this is and self feel this is like self published too. So it's like even the fact that there's other people like you that have the same freak out. It's a that we all have one. I've, I've been talking about that's some other a people. sense in itself. They they allow it so that people are aware of it. Almost there's too. a podcast inspired by this book called Program to Chill. That does <laughs> not that does not match whatsoever. So this church they they fucking they did the rebrand. They did the yeah. the Xfinity off Comcast type thing. They just they just like got a new name. Yeah, and I believe they're like part of like. Well, allegedly, they are a part of probably satanic rituals still to this day. Jesus but Christ. But actually, the actual thing, so that reveals there. So, like, they're asking you to donate money to this org. That's weird, right? One of the other things this book reveals pretty much is that all those, like, remember when, like, Scientology got, like, tax exemption and all these other, like, weird cults mm-hmm. started getting tax exemption? That is probably due to the fact that they are front organizations yeah. for money laundering, for, mm-hmm. like, CIA and FBI and all these different organizations. They... Create these front groups because they can get a lot of fucking cash and they're tax exempt. They will use those. They will 100% use those every time to launder money. And that's probably what that's what's really going on there with that specifically. And it's just, it's just weird. It just, yeah. it freaked me the fuck out. I was like, I, <laughs> uh, that wedding, by the way, was officiated by Nancy Pelosi. Um, the Gettys are wild. Uh, all the money in the world. There's that movie with Mark Wahlberg. About. Is it G E T T Y? Yeah. yeah. Like Getty Images? The uh, that I think is owned by them, but I could be 100% wrong. Getty is a terrifying family. Uh, they're evil. Uh, them and Hearst are both, well, Hearst was the inspiration for the vi- the villain in Citizen Kane or the yeah. character in Citizen Kane. Uh, the Gettys, if I remember correctly, are the, the inspiration for the family and well, the, the villain of Chinatown. If you've ever seen Chinatown. No, I don't know. Oh, watch Chinatown. That's crazy. I feel like I've seen it and I can't reference that, it. It's like head. them and the family from the LA that own the LA Times. All evil fucking people. Okay. Speaking of the LA Times, let's let's pivot. <laughs> so that's PTK. Um, it should change your brain. I highly recommend it. I'll I'll answer any more questions anyone has on it. If you have anyone that wants that's listening that wants to know more. Yeah. I'll freak people out with PTK all day. How about right now we can mention how to get in contact with you and things you're doing right now? I am the Rhinestone Cowboy on Instagram. Hell you can, yeah. You can message me. Always, you can always DM me on Instagram. That's really the main thing. I'm yeah. always at Philadelphia Comedy Mics. Uh, I don't know. It probably would freak me out if people came up to me and were like, hey, sir, do you want to talk about conspiracies? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> or, uh, or even if someone just walked up to you, like, have you read a program to kill? <laughs> that's when you pull out your gun. And yeah. You're like, let's go sit in my fucking tub, dude. Let's go sit in the tub and talk about program to kill. My, you can always find me on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. It's one of my favorite things I've created. It's uh, all I have going for me is my Instagram name. There's um, a recent video of you singing Mona Lisa and Mad Hatters. Yeah, I was ripping taken it up by, last night. Taken by yours truly. Nice. No one took a video of me singing Vehicle by the Ides of March. I was having a great Dude, time. <laughs> brother, ripped it apart. <laughs> I get way too drunk at karaoke. And do, I'll do that. I'll do Britney Spears. We were at the 700 Ooh. Club 
on two, 700, on two, not 700, 700 club. Th- yeah, I don't know why I thought it was the club. I say it all the time. Pat Robertson's dead, though, so it's not it's not him. We were ripping up a, a gay, trans-friendly mic. It was pretty fun. Noise. Hard nice, but it was so weird. I said this to somebody. I'm like, I, somebody, they were eating bowls of like some type of like Asian oh, food from nearby. Yeah. Man, we walked into a weird smells last night, dude. People it was some weird really smells. need smacked when they chew with their mouth open. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. My parents instilled that me very hard. Very uh, hard. Our, our father is a oh, insane culture. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? it's so bad. I know. I, I yell at people. I've gotten to the point where I'll be at restaurants and yell at people. I'm like, can you. Can you please chew with your mouth fucking close? Mm-hmm. I've been yelled at to leave. <laughs> I just, I'm like, which is fine. I'm like, at that point, I'm like, I'd rather just leave. I can't. Yeah. It makes me insane. So recently when I moved to Philadelphia last year around this time, I've only been here a year. I mean, I live in Delaware County, by the way. I don't even live in, I live in Delco. Um, I, I used to stay, I used to stay in Philly every summer. Well, I used to stay in Delco every summer. That was my summer vacation, which everyone laughs at when I tell them. Yeah. Because I didn't know, like, it would be funny if I said I stayed in Kensington every summer instead. But, like, that's the only thing I could probably say that's worse. Delco vacation? There's two two words I've never been said together. I love it, man. It's the best. Did you go to Wildwood and everything when you become here in the summer? All right, cool. We go to Jersey? He saw more than just the Delaware River. You know what I mean? So our... Our senior week for our high school, we grew up too. We would go to Wildwood in Jersey. That's yeah. our thing. Is that the one, that's the one. That's one. No, wait. It's one with the drugs and the fighting. What's one with the park? The Wildwood Park. With the, uh, Maury's Pier. Yeah, Maury's I love Pier. that place. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Three so piers. It is crazy. I never got molested at that. <laughs> Man, dude, we have friends that have. You ever heard of the the roving gangs of teens that would knock out children and steal their shoes at the boardwalks? No, but they sound cool. We have friend. <laughs> Raymond has a friend specifically that was knocked out and they robbed him and took his shoes and he woke up in a hospital. Fuck yeah. Okay, so I I work. At, I have a friend like that too. I work out in media, uh, PA, which is the <sighs> county seat. I can't wait to hear this one. And I was walking around one night, and I see this big, like you know, Pennsylvania plaque for like commemorative sites of a yeah. historical moment. Like, yeah, this is the site where in 1970 uh, or 19 yeah it's 1971 where a bunch of burglars broke into this FBI office and revealed that the government tried to kill MLK and was also doing domestic spying. And wait, who said this to you? I'm sorry. He's in media PA He's in media He's walking around in media one night And he sees a plaque I am drunk that, I'm drunk as a skunk That outside. documents <laughs> a FBI office that was robbed That released a bunch of information about MLK It's, it's the most influential break-in of all time Like pre, predates really? what, Watergate and uh, what's the other event you said? The Pentagon Papers, Watergate And uh, also like led to the church committee And revealing what COINTELPRO was And the Family Jewels Which was the CIA's assassination program This is just a city hall in, in fucking media Down the street from where I live yeah. I, I never knew this I, I was ready to lose my shit when I saw this I'm like what the fuck You had so, that book in your hand You're like where's my gun who's got a tub uh, No I was with my <laughs> friend and I'm just like what the fuck She's like yeah I thought I told you I'm like you never told me this If I would What yeah <laughs> I'm like I was like I walked by it multiple times I was like what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck It was just one of those weird moments like I shouldn't be seeing this I shouldn't know about this I should leave <laughs> Yeah. So what was so important about this So okay. what happened in 19, the Citizens Commission To investigate the FBI They were a peace activist group there was a heavy peace activist group in philadelphia which is weird and they decided like just standing around bitching about the vietnam war wasn't really that effective and so they're like fuck it we're gonna do real action and instead of breaking into the fbi office in philadelphia they chose in the middle of nowhere delco yeah (laughs) and they broke in they took as many records as they could one of them like disguised themselves as a lady wanting to do like research on the fbi for like women in the fbi and it was like that's nice that's actually a pretty good bit and (laughs) 
They um, she pulled the slut move. She's like, oh, I dropped my she, pen. She made herself not look like anything, like anyone knew. Like she tried to change her appearance, everything. And she breaks in. Well, she goes in there, scopes it out. The next night they come back. Crane put on a clinic. They go in and they break in. <laughs> and they break in the night of the Muhammad Ali Frazier fight, uh, March 8th. Because they knew everyone would be watching it. And there was a guy who lived in the building. They would know what's going on. It would cover up. Like, everyone had, yeah. And so they went in, and they took every goddamn file they could find. They just took anything. They didn't know what they were taking. They took it. Then they start to go through it, and they're like, what the actual fuck? Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And they send it to a bunch of reporters. Uh, They send it to Senator George McGovern, who lost the 1972 presidential election to Nixon, uh, the worst, one of the worst blowouts. He's like that. He's a proto Bernie Sanders. George McGovern, who just turned it back back over to the FBI. And they're like, what the fuck? uh, They didn't realize what had happened for a second. And they're just like, what the fuck? And they also sent it to this reporter named Betty Metzger, who is a Washington Post journalist. Now, Washington Post got this before they ever got the Pentagon Papers from Daniel Ellsberg, which were the ones uh, Nixon's uh, Watergate uh, controversy was where they broke into his psychiatrist's yeah. office. And then the other one was uh, the Watergate scandal itself with Woodward and Bernstein. Those follow this. So this this event lays the groundwork for how they're going to cover those things. It's crazy. It's, I've never heard of this. No, neither have I. And so they discovered pretty much fundamentally that the FBI, if you were a black person in college, the FBI was spying on you 100%, like always. Um, in the 60s. 70s and 60s yeah okay just in general and that also there was a deliberate effort to counteract radical groups uh, anywhere and they were doing infiltrations uh the black panthers famously like pretty much there was no one who didn't flip like for the black panthers which is really sad because they were probably like one of the most effective organizations and like they were going after everyone uh this is a program called co-intel pro and so i mentioned earlier with chaos that is probably like, with but with charles manson yeah. That is probably a COINTEL Pro program to stop the the Black Panthers or put them at war with neo Nazi. Well, everyone always forgets this about Charles Manson. He was a Nazi, like famously so. Like really? Was a, yeah. Swastika carved into his head. He was a fucking white supremacist. He was a fucking insane person. Mm. And like he wasn't a hippie, like in any capacity. Yeah, no. Um and so they would just infiltrate all these groups and try to destroy them from within. They were doing everything they could. And then the, the Big thing, and this is what led to a, a civil suit that they won later. The FBI was trying to get MLK to commit suicide by blackmailing him with info about affairs that he had been having. Which, whatever, nice. Yeah. Uh, listen, you think the civil rights movement is going to lead itself? You know, like, <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> I don't think anyone can get mad. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Gotta bring the people together with this dick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, was, he was a hero. He was. Uh, later assassinated under suspicious terms. Uh, I don't really know too much about the MLK assassination, but the U.S. government lost a civil suit against them by his family for clearly being involved with his assassination. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's weird. It doesn't make sense. It's like, really weird. It doesn't even make sense that that guy did it. Yeah, that and his the uh, witnesses, the people that came up to find him, the, yeah. their their accounts don't make sense. You know what I mean? MLK was assassinated by the U.S. government 100%. Like, there's, I will not doubt that. I will, I don't even have to say alleged with that one. They wanted him dead. Had he attempted any suicides? I don't know about that, but they were trying to get him to commit assassination. Also, his brother died like a month after he did. Mm. It, there's weird shit like that. Like, his brother died, like, just floating in the pool. Really? Yeah, he had a massive heart attack. And then they're like, well, the African-American community suffers from uh, heart, cardiac issues at a higher rate than whatever. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You probably killed all of them. I don't care. <laughs> fuck you. It's a- Dude, by the way, a weird thing that just happened recently. LeBron James' son 
and a 17 that year massive old heart attack yeah. mass dude the number one high school prospect in basketball in the country 17 years old had a heart attack and died recently yeah. what recently in the wait bron no not Bronny. It, uh, the next yeah, the, the next class <laughs> yeah i know Bronny had a heart attack the next class down the 17 year old that was the number one in the class had a heart attack and died on the court they tried to resuscitate him and he died oh, fuck so like i know where, i know where people are it's going so with bizarre. that stuff and i'm, I'm not going to say because you guys probably can't upload this if i say it but you know a certain disease that if you mention like causing issues like that can get you in a lot of trouble i'll cut it out i don't care I, I'm, I'm not worried about it but i'm i'm not going to get into that because i don't believe that per se Dude, high schoolers are on fucking roids and like mm-hmm. HGH and everything Dude. on earth. Right? Yes. Like I, when we were in high school, everybody was on mm-hmm. some type of. Uh, sub- did, didn't yeah. like LeBron James like get like a nude leak? Someone saw his dick and it's like really fucked up and small looking. Allegedly, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't believe because he's, 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 he's on so many. Because he's on. Because he's, he's, he's on all that shit. I'm you not just, on black Twitter. You just <laughs> felt better about yourself. You're like, like hell yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not on black. I got a bigger dick than LeBron. My dick is LeBron James of dicks. I mean, like in how it looks, but he's got an Irish thumb. It's got a really fucked up hairline, and it's what I call the the little Irish dick is the Irish thumb. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Goddamn Irish thumb. thumb. <laughs> yeah, no, like uh, so many of those people are like high schoolers are just on like like if you're like at the higher level of performance, like you are just on roids or HGH. Do you remember when we were in high school? How big that one substance that makes you get skinny? Winstrol. No. It was like the it was the cutting agent they used for horses that everybody. I used thought to, it was ivermectin. Hell yes. No, no, no. It was like clembuterol. Oh, okay. Clembuterol or something. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like it was the substance that basically makes you just cut weight like insanely. It was like, but it, that was make you build strength. Windstraw. No, no, no. Exactly. See, that's different though. Like I, I mean, you don't need to be skinny for basketball. You, you need HGH. Yeah, but Everyone people needs... are people are cycling at the same time. Because like, I mean, Rogan things. revealed like he's not he's not natty. I mean, he's he's HG, he, he's HGH. And like a bunch of other like he's been very active in being and then blood doping. That. Blood doping apparently can cause heart issues. Apparently, that's the ox- that's the oxygenation, right? Yes, Michael Phelps and all them were doing that. Yeah. It's cycling pre oxygen pre blood. Yeah, fuck, dude, I'd do that. I don't care what anyone does. <laughs> I, I, but it was funny. Like remember when like Simone Biles, who's only like four nine, I learned. <laughs> I had an Uber driver in Philly one day tell me this elaborate or story. Belays. He's like. <laughs> Uh, who else but uh, Simone Biles was in the back of my car. And he like told me this like elaborate story about it. I was like, yeah, sure, pal. He's like, and she was in this rough neighborhood in West Philly. I don't know what the hell she was doing. Get the fuck like, out of here. Yeah, well, you remember, like, there was that huge controversy. He made it sound like she was at like a fucking party. There's that huge controversy around her at the Olympics. She's like, I'm not going to compete for this one thing. And it's like, oh, it's because, yeah, they banned. You can't do, you can't be on speed anymore and do the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. So many of the American athletes are just abusing speed like crazy. Remember like, when they got Carlos Ruiz? He was just shredding Adderall. Yeah. Like, oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, the catcher yeah. for the Phillies. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, yeah. How, about, how, the, how about the Tyler Skaggs, the pitcher? Yeah. All the shit that came Skaggs. out after the, that came out after him. That's the thing. Like base, in baseball percentage. now, you don't get thrown out of the league. They shouldn't. It's baseball. I don't yeah. give, It's tag with extra steps. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. They have a bat in there. They should let them fight like it's the NFL. I mean, the NHL. I love that now that the steroid... The steroid area has like met its eclipse that people are like why do we hate the steroid area it was like the best everybody always like it's a very popular like theory with the yeah. baseball now it's like mm. like why do we chastise these people it was probably one of the most explosive important parts of baseball baseball's boring as shit yeah, if it, it doesn't is. have people using drugs constantly <laughs> yeah i love baseball I really so there's do. people would dip in and yelling at each other yeah it, you can be fat and be in the fucking <laughs> mlb it's the only one yeah 
they got rid of that in curling. They have normal, like they have fucking like weird looking guys in curling. You used to be guys just smoking and drinking the whole time. You used to hold a beer while at the Olympics. Yeah. That's why I watch Olympic men's softball. I'm just, it's supposed, True to form. It's supposed to be amateur. Come on. <laughs> have you guys been watching like ESPN at all recently? Dude, somebody told me ESPN's been going crazy. We could go pro cornhole. Like they have units. Fucking units. I mean, there's I actually a guy with no go pro cornhole. <laughs> Listen, this is how I think far you off get fucked up. This is how far off I am from going pro. This is how far off I am from going pro and cornhole. There's a guy with no arms and legs. <laughs> dude, I, uh, it's a pro would, cornhole. Dude, there's, 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 there's a, a pro fisherman. In his mouth. Dude, there's a pro fisherman. A large. There was a quadruple amputee in from the town over for me that was a wrestler. Bro, he's got this rod in his hand like. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. ripping whips, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Oh fuck, man! It's crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, let me see. What? Uh, yeah, where were we at? <laughs> no, we we were talking about uh, Cointel Pro. Yeah, we were finishing up the end of how MLK's brother also just yes. happened to die suddenly. Yeah, it's it's it, just really weird. What, like, you said you said um the weird but the, the weird tangent you said you didn't want to say is it sickle cell anemia? Is that what you were looking to No, it was a certain disease that came up recently. You may COVID. Have, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I like virus. to avoid saying because I don't really believe a lot of that stuff, but whatever. Like yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's just weird. I just because like, people want to attribute it to <laughs> like that to this racist dude, sickle cell anemia. <laughs> just black people have sickle cell anemia. Well, uh, it's not it's not I black people. It's Mediterranean black people. Uh, yeah, my my sister when she was born she had to get tested for sickle cell anemia because she was she's she's a uh, Moroccan. I just assumed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for like five minutes over here, I thought you had meant sickle cell anemia. <laughs> no, no. I was no. like, by the way, I just want to make sure. Well, was, everyone tries to hold up that one is the reason why all these people are getting like weird heart conditions. Not that this country is. Awful. Yeah. And not that our food's overprocessed. Overprocessed. You, everything you eat is bad for you. No value to you. If I literally eat a pear made in America, I just like I'm now more. I ate a cheeseburger for breakfast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I am eating Wawa fucking sandwiches. I eat six of them while I'm in my mail truck. (laughs) They're like, "Are you? Were you high? Were you drunk?" I'm like, "Before we walked in, before we walked in, I had a handful of cheese, and I said, gotta get some cheese in me.'" Oh Dude. fuck! Okay, 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 okay. Road cheese, road cheese. <laughs> so Cointel Pro is just yeah, uh, it's a it's a fucking disruptive program to like destroy like domestic like counter it's like to be counterinsurgency against all yeah. these. Or is is a lot of this stuff on documents that have been released? So the great thing, the crazy thing, so like there were tons of conspiracies in the '60s all about like the stuff the U.S. government was in the '50s and the '60s, like about Korea weapons testing, biological weapons, all sorts of stuff being done around the world, and we couldn't prove it. Uh, Peter Dale Scott, notably, uh, who wrote the Road 911, and like was he's like a pretty much he's like the OG like guy. If you like want to read someone who really knows his shit, he talked about how all the stuff that came out from the church committee which followed all these documents this is uh, frank church senator from idaho did this huge committee it was to investigate it revealed the family jewels which was the cia's assassination program of foreign leaders which they've only ever uh, admitted to i think killing two leaders uh no they admitted to killing one and i forget which one it is uh but the other one that they alleged they they're like we were gonna kill him but then we didn't he just died unrelated through mercenaries that probably work for us uh the leader of ghana i forgot his name off the top of my head fuck i'm, okay. I'm losing it man omar gaddafi <laughs> no omar gaddafi, gaddafi rocks you know, he, name omar gaddafi <laughs> i've heard very to uh the black panthers and the yeah, ira I've, didn't we have a conversation with john about this too i have a friend 
down here we had him on the pod, John the Turk. He's a young Turkish gentleman. Dude, he's got some very interesting things. You're lucky I'm not fucking Greek. I'd be turning this table over right now. I thought you were Greek, and I was going to have him just fucking come in and get in the pod. Like, as What's up, here. you cocksucker? <laughs> yeah, no, I, have, I have no issues with Turks. No, he's, I actually really like Turkey. I went But he had an interesting take on Gaddafi. People love him. You should love him. He's great. His people yeah. loved him is what oh, he brought up. That yeah. was the one thing. Tur- like, Tur- Libya it was, was bizarre. Awesome. He, that's why I had asked him about it, because I was like, it's bizarre. His people like stabbed him in the ass with swords in the streets, but apparently his people loved him. There was a him. bounty for him. Of course they fucking did. Yeah. Uh, no, he, so the role of Gaddafi was that he was the boogeyman of the U.S., like in the sense of just for convenience. And he was always willing to play nice. He gave up a bunch of old mustard gas shells maybe in like I think the 80s. Same form as Bin Laden. No, a little different. Gaddafi had power actually. Like, it wasn't like part of a. He was part of a country. And he Bin believed, Laden he, has been uh, touted as being a made-up individual. That is an actual conspiracy. Yes, there's a, a major that conspiracy that really Bin Laden doesn't actually real. exist. But I would disagree. Gaddafi preached things that would would help his people. They built the largest aqueduct in Africa, and we blew it up in 2011. Obama Obama should be in jail for at most all the shit we did in Libya. I'm like. 100 him and clinton both we were running a, that, that ambassador that got killed we were running a gun running operation out of in libya it's fucking crazy when like we destroyed is that the nicholas cage movie oh wait the, that's like it's like the benghazi what you're talking about benghazi like the benghazi movie right i think so yeah. that's like a soldier movie though. i don't care about that one i don't know <laughs> that's 13 hours I, that's 13 hours yes and it's like i don't mean to be rude in saying that and dismissing it but it's like no we were running like a gun running trafficking operation there i don't really feel bad for people who i was thinking of lord of war that's that's what what lord of war is yeah that's that's, an, that's a great Nicholas well no movie. the u.s doesn't need to do that we can just we can appoint a guy the ambassador to fucking libya and <laughs> Shirley temple was the ambassador to Ghana. Like, yeah. I don't. That's crazy. <laughs> it was she, you know, Shirley Temple was CIA'd up. Yeah. She, was, she was in there. She was the ambassador to three different made countries. A hell of a, made a hell of a drink, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you read then her, when she got married, her name was Shirley Temple Black, and that's another drink. You can get a Shirley Temple Black, which I think, I don't know what the black is. I don't want to. Coca Cola? I don't know. No, gin? no, it's like with. Like, li- it's the liquor they use with. No. <laughs> no. I saw you smile. Wait, did, you say, did you say it something racist? You <laughs> thought of something racist. I oh, saw man. it for me. I was going to say something worse. Okay. But I didn't. Well, okay. So uh, <laughs> it's actually with war. <laughs> you, well, no, like when you see like celebrities get appointed to ambassadors, you should assume that country's about to get fucking their shit rocked. Like, it's bad. Anytime you see something like that, it is dangerous. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, well, the ambassador, to fucking. I'm just saying, like, it's Vietnam, comical. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, he's actually the new uh, Myanmar. No, Vietnam. <laughs> beat the shit out of Vietnamese guy. Come on, come on. Dude, we're gonna go to Myanmar and we're gonna help these people. Listen, I'm telling you, if I was there, I wouldn't have gone down like that. We we would we shown those uh, moderate rebels. Anyway, uh, Donnie's gonna fuck them up. Yeah, we're gonna make burgers for him. What the fuck were we? Oh, the church committee. Yeah, the church committee just revealed all the fucked up shit they were doing. Like, it is a consequential. It brought the CIA reign of men in the sense of the CIA, that instead of trafficking drugs, which allegedly they don't do anymore, the Saudi Arabians now just give them money to do intelligence work now. That's, yeah, they fund them. So, and like, there was a movie that I highly recommend. It's called The Parallax View that, like, hits all of that really heavily. It's Parallax cool. View. The Parallax View starring Warren Beatty and Mr. McFeeney from. Uh, Boy Meets World. Okay. <laughs> nice. It's a it's a crazy movie. I, I I was working on a music video for my friend, 
their band is called the Wasteman. I'm doing a lot of plugs now. Uh, <laughs> the Wasteman, they're great. Shout out Bo- to the Wasteman. Both their albums are awesome. I was doing a music video for one using a sequence from the Parallax View, this brainwashing sequence to assess if you were a competent person for a serial killer. Not a serial killer or like a government actor. That movie, uh, it, it really solidified my theory that uh, I, this is a really fringe conspiracy belief I have. On top of all the others I've expressed. I was going to say, which one? (laughs) No, this this one's French. This is weird. I don't believe any plane crash has happened through accident, fundamentally. Leonard Skinner. Yeah. That's a a fucking weird one. Dude, and their site. The fucking, all the statues and plaques and the story and everything that they perpetuate about it. It's fucking bizarre. So my theory around this is that, um, so the rule of like plane crashes is if it doesn't crash in the first 30 seconds of takeoff, it's malpractice. There's something fucked up happening you have guys like uh john tower a senator from texas who dies that way uh around the same time as a bunch of other people are getting killed and cleaned up that were involved in some fucked up shit in the government yeah paul wellstone uh senator from minnesota he was like the like the actual og bernie sanders he was replaced by jesse ventura when jesse ventura was governor Mm -hmm. jesse ventura replaced him with a minnesota right yeah Yeah. he replaced him with a republican instead of a democrat and like this is the most left-leaning senator in the country yeah and he replaces him with a republican after he he refuses to vote for the iraq war and they tell him you're john ashcroft if i remember correctly the secretary of defense i don't know one of them it doesn't matter john ashcroft he says you're gonna fucking pay for that and then he dies in a plane crash the next fucking day and it's like yeah that's crazy uh jim croce yeah his does his doesn't make sense. John Denver's. Uh, there there are tons of them. The uh, the day the music died, the Big Bopper, Buddy Holly, and Richie Valens. That one is they they just the plane broke in like thirty seconds. Uh, famously, there's another one. A month after nine eleven, uh, seven forty seven fucking crashed right in Brooklyn, straight into a fucking neighborhood like that never gets talked. All two hundred eighty fucking people killed on board. I don't even know that. Yeah, it took off right down the day after nine eleven. Uh, a month after nine eleven or two, I forget one of those two. I forget exactly which. And so, like, that makes sense. It's like those planes crash within, mm-hmm. yeah. Other than that, planes shouldn't fucking crash. And all those, all those musicians were all on fucking like, hey, if we ever like decide to round people up, all the musicians are getting right in a fucking camp. Which I'm like, damn, it sounds like that place would suck. But <laughs> there's a very bizarre part about the Skinner story where uh, the entire town, this like fucking nonsense bum fuck town, yeah, apparently saw the entire crash and rounded up a fucking search party. Yeah. Of tractors and fucking ATVs and horses, and apparently went out and rescued them. Yeah, it's such a bizarre story though, because it doesn't like line up. And like they took off with complications on the plane and without enough fuel. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm. Why is that document? I also don't think the government's trying to kill Leonard Skinner. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it was like what they were they were representing something at the time for like just their like immediate growth yeah. and their popular in their popular. No, they're loving Leonard Skinner. That's every helicopter scene in Honestly, every movie. They, uh, the locals <laughs> they wrote all the best happen. Vietnam songs. And yeah. They're like, man, the locals are gonna love this when yeah. at least half of Leonard Skinner gets out of that. <laughs> and then they just murdered them. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fucking ex uh, army guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, so that story, the, the this whole like committee to investigate the pres- the FBI story, like that was shot down by Catherine Graham, the owner of the Washington Post. Uh, they eventually did release it, but Catherine Graham fucking sucks. I hate her. She was played by Meryl Streep recently in The Post. The Post is one of the worst fucking Steven Spielberg movies I have ever goddamn that seen. That woman's filthy too. There's <laughs> dude. Who? Oh, Catherine Graham or no Meryl, Meryl Streep? No, 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 no. You don't think she's cool. She comes off as she's filthy. Uh, okay, I believe you. I think no, you Meryl Streep's actually cool. The one that no one should trust is fucking Tom Hanks because he's spooked up mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Like, he is in with the CIA hard. ruined he got... every Tom Hanks movie for me. Uh, Tom Hanks. What do you mean? Most Tom Hanks movies are ruined by Tom Hanks. Stop. 
Except Philadelphia, <laughs> the greatest Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> the worst Tom Hanks movie ever is Terminal. Yeah. Yeah, fine. The guy that lives in the terminal. Wait, yeah, <laughs> he never got in trouble for that one. Everyone's like, oh, you played a mentally disabled person as a joke in a movie, Ben Stiller. And I'm like, yeah, well, that was the idea. Sean Penn literally has played multiple mentally disabled people. Jodie Foster did. Yeah. <laughs> she has sex with Liam Neeson. He's like, I, I have to have sex with this mentally disabled. I old. am Sam is a fucking, that's a tearjerk. No, dude. it's not. Stop. I am Sam is dumb. <laughs> Stop. So yeah, I just really hate the post. I really want to emphasize how much I fucking hate that movie. Yeah. It sucks so much. Steven, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg is dumbass. I, I really don't watch a lot of new movies and stuff just because I everything feel like Spielberg it's has made recently is bad. It, except for the Fablemans, that was fine. I I have not liked a recent Spielberg movie at all. Yeah, yeah he made a movie about the post because it was like it was like the worst like movie of like the, this is important to watch okay. Trump era style film. You got any weird theories on Stephen King? Because I heard some very weird theories on Stephen King. Do you know about the theory that he uh, shot John Lennon? No. <laughs> yes, I'm so happy. Yeah. So Stephen King, there's a whole theory that he. I can't believe I just brought that up. There is the whole theory that he killed John Lennon because he kind of just looks like Mark David Chapman, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, that is. So Why is that a problem? He just kind of looks like him, which is not. Who's Mark David Chapman? The guy, the guy who shot John Lennon. John Lennon yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. I want you to take a break. I thought you were saying, <laughs> I thought you were saying this. Take a look at that. Shot like, he looks like Mark David. Take a look at that photo. There's a guy him. who drives around, I think, LA with a van that says Stephen King shot John Lennon, like all over it. He got a new van recently, so good on him. Glad to see the economy has not affected that guy. Uh, <laughs> Biden inflation or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, I believe it. I believe everything. It's just, ba oh, that is the new van on there. Nice. Yeah, so he, he just believes that just based off the fact that. John Lennon just, like, St Stephen King just kind of looks like him. Yeah. But Mark David Chapman uh, has some, he's got some spooked up connections as well. And, like, they probably assassinated John Lennon as well. If, for, even though he was, like, the most annoying he ever was at that point. Yeah. He's sitting in fucking uh, Central Park. Well, not Central, but he's got that Central Park apartment fucking sitting there with a giant white piano. He's like, imagine if you didn't own anything. Wouldn't that be nice? And I was like, shut the fuck yeah. up, you piece of shit. He's like, imagine not having stuff. It's like, you. Dude, mm, the two most annoying people ever. John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Yep. She's cool. I don't mind her. I I just, God damn, yeah, he sucks. Yeah. I, I I like. She, I, I mean, yeah, no, but that that's like the only major theory I know about him. So that's a fun little fact. That's fucking, I'm so happy that just spiraled. Everyone wants that. a fun read, but Stephen King. I don't really. Oh, the Stephen King killed the guy who killed him. Well, no, hit him with his car. That's the other one I know. What is it? Stephen King was hit by a vehicle famously and, and that, was like and hospitalized and like near destroyed his life. It caused like massive drug addictions and. He gets through that. The guy who hit him with that car is trying to sell the car, and he buys it and destroys it so no one can. And then, coincidentally, a couple of years later, that guy who hit him with the car dies on the same painkillers that Stephen King was, like, addicted to from getting hit by that same vehicle. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. I don't know. It could probably just... I've heard some, like, theories he's CIA'd up hard, too. I don't see what the utility would be in that, but also... Well, actually, so he wrote a book called 112263, about the JFK assassination. He's like, yeah, I read, I did so much research and I've concluded that like it could only have been Lee Harvey Oswald, which is like, you did the shittiest research of all time. Like I, <laughs> there is no fucking way you could have fucking done that and concluded that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone or if there wasn't at least a conspiracy. Yeah. So I don't respect him for that in a sense, but I also, I like Stephen King. It's, he's like, I think he's like young adult fiction fundamentally. Like, I don't think people should really That's like. That's crazy that he's come to that conclusion. Yeah. He, I mean, whatever. He probably got a fuck ton of money to do. Yeah. I'm like, he's, whatever. I like Stephen King. He's fine. Yeah.
Those are the two I know, the famous thing. I love that. I want If you've made it this far, thanks for listening. You can follow Adamus on Instagram at rhinestonecowboy. Also follow Declan at Declan Loves Meatballs and myself at Ray underscore Brooks, B-R-O-O-X. See you guys.